foxes have dens and the birds in the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven is my brother, sister, and mother. Jesus from the Gospel of Matthew chapters 8 and 12. I grew up in the South with big houses and open fields, southern drawls, and three siblings running around antagonizing me. Our family spent weekends together at the lake, and all our extended family in another town was huge in our life. But at 27 years old, I found myself living as a missionary in a tiny apartment in the poorest neighborhood of Bucharest, Romania, one of the densest cities and poorest countries of Europe. Living abroad was exciting in so many ways, but to be honest, I found it to be very hard. No one understood my jokes or listened to my banjo music or knew what chicken and dumplings were. I was far from my beloved family and what I thought was home. Family and home mean everything to us, but the meandering paths of life have a way of calling them both into question. They've been made complicated by moving away or growing up and learning more about ourselves. Or maybe home and family have always been a hard source of pain for us. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, was a refugee in Egypt, moved back to Nazareth, and then at age 30 became a traveling healer and teacher. Ultimately, he died in a city not his own. We never hear about his dad after he's 12 years old. It really seems like he is dead when Jesus is an adult. He never got married, never had kids, never even had a pet dog. Our modern culture trophies, a nuclear family with a big house, a mom, a dad, 2.5 kids, and a dog named Spot. Jesus absolutely does not do that. Jesus does not say things about home and family looking a particular way. For Jesus, home and family take many different shapes over the course of one's lifetime. Everyone's family is going to look different. There will be things like death and divorce and migration and more, all of which will disrupt someone's fantasy that we could or should all live in one place forever with a perfectly assembled nuclear family unit. Jesus never let go of the Nazareth part of his identity, and he loved his mom until the end. But what is undeniable for Jesus, what is non-negotiable for him, is that home and family must be more expansive, diverse, and spiritual than in our wider culture. The great vision of Christianity and church is what the Reverend Dr. King called the beloved community, a spiritual home and family. It is a place where you know and are known by others, a place where you care for and are cared for by others, most especially by our Heavenly Father, who is God. Some people are understood, respected, and loved better by their church than by their own family of origin. Ironically, this alternative way of living really helps us love those original families even better. It helps us have an extra sense of rootedness and love. So when our own families let us down or loved ones pass away, we have something else in which to rest. And if there are toxic systems in families, we are less prone to getting pulled into them by ourselves. Finally, we are more equipped to enjoy our families and current homes when they don't fit the perfect mold that our culture celebrates. We are freer to just be what we are in all the strangeness or brokenness of our messy family stories. 
As I write this, my foster daughter is smiling at me over Fruit Loops. She looks nothing like me. Jesus says, who cares? We are a beloved community, a spiritual family, and we are building a spiritual home. This Christmas, may you give thanks for what your family and home are by remembering the beloved community, the extra home and extra family, which Jesus has so graciously and generously given to you and to anyone who will open their hearts to receive it.